0: Your number one Christian hit station at the Strong Blue Line Ministries present Cop Talk. Welcome to the podcast where former San Antonio police officer, author, and pastor Tim Rupp takes you through real law enforcement scenarios and discusses excerpts from his books. This is Cop Talk at its best, and it starts now.
1: Hello and welcome to the Strong Blue Lines Cop Talk. I'm Tim Rupp in the Rev.FN studio in beautiful Idaho Falls, wintry Idaho Falls, here with station manager Gary Austin. Hello, Gary. Hello, Tim Rupp. And here we are again. We changed the name. Yeah. Remember? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I hope you remember. You put, you, you, you put it on the website already. <laughs> yeah. The Strong Blue yeah, Lines Cop Talk. So, this yeah. is the Cop Talk show and uh, presented by, it's one of, the, one of the ministers of the Strong Blue Line. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so. It's perfect. It, yeah. It's just, it, It's great. I think it's just, like a, it a, just lot. a cop and a cop's kid talking. Yeah, that's right. And irritating people like, <laughs> I get, just stay with us. If you want to get uh, back to the regular programming of the <laughs> Rev.FM, we will be there in a few minutes. That's right. In the meantime, you can put up with Gary and I. So, uh hey, we, we want to talk about human violence today. Mm. You know, often coached in a. Gun as gun violence, uh-huh, so we're going to uh-huh. get on that topic again. But we're going to I got I got some interesting things here to talk about. I think, uh, but before we do that, we will go to our uh, Officer Down Memorial Page, the officers that we honor who were killed in the line of duty on this day in history, January twenty fourth. <clears throat> so I've got Patrolman Martin Kunkel, Cincinnati Police Department, Ohio, end of watch Thursday, January twenty fourth, eighteen seventy eight. 1878. Four burglars were caught breaking into a home and fled after being discovered by responding officers. While making their getaway, they encountered Patrolman Kunkel and another patrolman in the area of Dayton and Lynn Street. The subjects and officers exchanged shots. Patrolman Kunkel's revolver misfired and when, uh, when was unable to be used, but he continued chasing the subjects to 82nd Dayton Street, at which point one of the men shot him in the abdomen. Several men were arrested in connection with Patrol McCunkle's murder, but were never tried due to insufficient evidence. I, I don't mm. understand that. They were several Yeah, I men don't. Unless, you know, several guys later on were arrested at another time and they mm. couldn't identify who exactly it was. One thing that, that really caught my attention when I, when I was reading this, Gary, is Patrol McCunkle's revolver misfired and was unable to be used, but he continued chasing the subjects. He knew yeah. they had guns. They'd already, they'd already been shooting at him mm-hmm. and he tried to shoot back, and he was unable to do his, his, his revolver misfiled, misfired, but he continued and he continued on. you know and, and it brought to mind uh, first chronicles, where it's, it's ta- it, where the Bible talks about David's mighty men and the men that were surrounded oh, him. Oh yeah. yeah. and, they, and they, it says on a couple of times it says, these things did the three mighty men. It listed what they did, and it's like, these guys did these things. And this is what he does. He's like, you know what? I'm chasing guys for a property crime. They've got guns. My gun doesn't work, but I continue in the fight. Mm-hmm. And, he, and it, you know, it cost him his life. Wow. Uh, but he was 32 years old. Patron McCunkle, uh, so McCunkle served with the uh, Cincinnati Police Division for five years. Police Division. Just that, I guess that was before huh. it, it was a department. Yeah, what For, year was that? This was 1878. 1878. He, survived, he was survived by his wife, son, and a sister. 32 hmm. years of age, five years on the job. Wow. So, Very interesting. What do you have there, Gary? This
2: is uh, Sergeant Ramon uh, Gutierrez and end of watch on uh, just last year. January twenty fourth,
1: twenty two, and yeah, we two years ago. Yeah. Oh, two years. Right. We're already in twenty twenty four. My very. goodness. Wow. Yes, yeah, so January every January first it does that. Two years ago. Is that right? We, we, we add another year. Oh yeah. my we, we goodness. Yeah.
2: Man, I learned a lot on cop talk. Yeah. There you go. That's that's uh, <laughs> that's a good peanut right well, there. Well, I just I just learned that last year. So. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> well, at uh, early in the morning, uh, so Sergeant Ramon was providing an escort for a permitted heavy load, and he was directing traffic um, while blocking an exit ramp. And a woman drove around his police motorcycle and struck him uh, before fleeing the scene. Hmm. So another deputy stopped the woman a short distance away and placed her under arrest, of course. And she was charged with intoxication manslaughter of a police officer, failure to stop and render aid, and evading arrest, detention in a motor vehicle, um, he was flown to a local hospital where he su- succumbed to his injuries. And he served with the Harris County Sheriff's Office for twenty years, hmm. and he was assigned to the vehicular crimes division. So he was forty-five.
1: Forty-five years old.
2: So fairly young when he first started,
1: yeah. kind of like you, yeah. T- twenty-five years old, been out twenty years. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, you were, you were. I, got, 20s, I started 20s. with I was 22 when I started. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that just seems like so long ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, my wow. youngest is 22 now. Wow. Huh. My, old, my oldest is 30, 30 something. Let's just.
2: <laughs> I'll be darn. Wow, that is interesting. That's he's, crazy.
1: Yeah, that that's crazy. So he what he was doing? He's working off duty job, escorting. Mm-hmm. You know, with his motorcycle. Oh. So he's worked because he, he he's assigned to the vehicular crimes, in other words, oh. uh, uh, auto theft division. Okay. But he was he was escorting a. Uh, uh, in Texas, if you're required to have a police escort if you have an oversized load or, or with some, in some situations, like in your if you're in the city and you're moving something. So he's moving something at one or two o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. when the traffic's low, you know, and stuff, and they want to—they don't want to stop traffic, so they're—they're—they're they're, they're, they're moving these, like these big cranes or something like that. Mm-hmm. You ever wonder how you wake up one morning there's a crane, you know, downtown? Like how'd that <laughs> sure. get? Overnight they move it when they're not d- disrupting everything. Oh. So he was doing that. <clears throat> the problem is only people out that late are drunks on the road,
2: right? Yep, so, and dogs. Um, yeah. Oh, there you go. You're right. right. <laughs> yep. and, you,
1: you remember? See, you, you learn a lot. Of those
2: oh, shows. I do. Hey, I wanted to before we get going on this, Tim. Yeah, I want to hear uh our listeners about some fishing experiences you've had. Oh, last yeah. So, weeks.
1: so my my son-in-law, <clears throat> Dylan, he he took me ice fishing for the first time this year. I've been I've been in Idaho cool. now for. Sixteen, seventeen 17 years, never been ice fishing, never huh. had really an urge to go, but never, you know, never had me to been. bite me. Yeah. You never been. So you grew up here and never been ice yeah. fishing. So I said, okay. So we went out to Henry's Lake and uh, did it, and he showed me how to do it, and caught, caught some fish. And then uh, last week or the week before, I guess about, about two or three weeks ago, when my grandson was out of school, we, t- we took him up, and uh, we went to uh, Jackson Lake. And oh, cool! It, uh, uh, over in Wyoming, so we went over there. We went out on the lake, and we we caught some lake trout up there. Beautiful fish. That's, That's exciting! Great, great tasting. He he brought not only does my grandson guide me to the fish, he, he fillets <laughs> them and cooks them. Oh I my mean, goodness! Great, yeah. And my and and then uh, they went up the following Friday when my grandson was still out of school, and they caught like I don't know seven or eight lake trout wow so, yeah, it just, oh that's just had so a fun yeah
2: that is really cool yeah you showed of me a video of oh yeah, the, yeah when, that's they, right. when they yeah. caught a fish and just the the look on your grandson's you know yeah that, that face was, a, was just classic you know it was yeah, just it, it, really it, it, really cool it was good it was, so it was and good. your son-in-law you know was really good to him and and that's cool too Yes, yeah. that, that was a lot of good fun. experiences
1: yeah so Thanks for asking about that. Yeah. See, there's more. There's more to life than being a cop. <laughs> there is. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, officers. There's more to life than 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 doing your job. Much more to life. For sure. So, enjoy your family. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but we're gonna get back right back to cops. So this this article actually it came off Police One, but it is an article out of the Lexington, Lexington Herald Leader, Lexington, Kentucky, of course. And uh, the title of it is "Cop." I'm <clears throat> oh, cop. Excuse me. Crime Stoppers, ATF launched partnership to curb illegal gun possession in Kentucky. Bluegrass Crime Stoppers and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives. They've added explosives to that because they go by ATF. So oh, sure. ATF stands for Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms, but they've added explosives but they still call them ATF. Mm. It's all it is in saying, ATFE. <laughs> yeah, right. AT- I, agree. I agree. What? So anyways, huh? <clears throat> they announced a, the unique partnership, uh, one that's aimed at taking illegal guns off Lexington Street. So as I read this, I, I'm very skeptical when, whenever I, I read things, especially when you get a private organization getting together with a federal organization. Mm-hmm. And do, i say, okay, so what I are agree. they trying to do here? And, uh, We've talked on this show before, Gary, and words mean something, mm-hmm. you know, how, how they say things. And there's a lot of very positive stuff that comes out of this article, and I think most of it is positive. But I've just got a couple uh, things that, that, that caught my attention. <laughs> yes. I want to point out, it says that they're taking illegal guns off Lexington streets. Okay, so what is an illegal gun? An illegal gun is like a machine gun. A fully automatic machine gun, if you don't have a tax stamp for that, then it's an illegal gun. Okay. But if you have a tax stamp for it, it's not illegal. Hmm. Okay. So you can legally own a machine gun. You can legally own a short-barreled rifle. A short-barreled hmm. rifle is a, is a firearm that's designed to be fired from the shoulder with the barrel under 16 inches. Oh. So, if you take your hunting rifle, this probably has a barrel of about twenty inches or so, so mm-hmm. like maybe twenty two inches, some eighteen inches. but if you cut that down to fifteen inches, you've got an illegal firearm hmm. so that that's what an illegal firearm is. unless you get a tax stamp for it, then it's then it's legal you that's can you can do that so but, what's but the, they, they what's mention that
2: what's the what's the purpose of that?
1: The purpose of of, of of making that like a fifteen right. or okay, you know. Okay, the, cutting the, that off so what? what would be the purpose of doing that? Yeah. Well, if uh, you want accuracy, that wouldn't be a good purpose at all. Because no. it's gonna lower your accuracy. Exactly. You know that. But the purpose is to have a a a rifle that you can hide easily. Oh. Oh so so or you can carry on your body. So if you go out and, and you get a you get a rifle and you cut it down to fifteen inches and uh you put a pistol grip on it. That's an illegal rifle. It's, yeah. a short, it's called a short barreled rifle. Now, if it's designed to be fired with one hand, like a pistol, or if it has a a, a pistol stock on it, mm-hmm. that, you know, and that was that was a big controversy. It's it's legal. It's called a pistol. Huh. I've got a, I've got a couple that a couple guns that you would think that looks like an AR-15 rifle. It's not. It's an AR-15 pistol. Huh. But if you didn't know any better, you'd say, "Ah, yeah, looks not like a rifle." If I show, it's like what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because it's designed to be be fired it's with one front. hand, huh? Like a like a handgun. So okay. Anyways, they're talking here about illegal guns off like and I don't think they're talking about illegal guns, but anyways, let's go on. The partnership is the first between Crime Stoppers. Now, I looked up Crime Stoppers, Crime, because I was wondering how Crime Stoppers was funded. Mm-hmm. Crime Stoppers USA is a is a five hundred one c three nonprofit. Okay. And so all the money that goes to crime stoppers that they pay out, people are familiar with crime stoppers. You can call crime stoppers, you don't give them your name, they give you a code, and then if you give a tip for a crime, they will pay you for that if there's an arrest made. Yeah. So it it gives it it's helpful because tips will come in, especially if you live in a neighborhood and like, man, I, I know Old Billy Bob down the street did that did that murder, but I don't want to say anything, mm-hmm. you know, because he'll come after me. You make the call uh, uh, anonymously, and they end up because of your information they end up making an arrest on them mm-hmm. and, and getting a conviction or or making an arrest and they'll they'll pay the person. Okay. So it's it's that a pretty good sense. program. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's a private program. But the organization with ATF, it's the first time between Crime Stoppers and ATF, which is a federal agency. And that always bothers me. When the feds get involved in something, there's strings attached.
0: Yeah, and It doesn't
1: look like it's here, but it may come down. Both agencies are offering cash payouts in exchange for information that lead to the arrest and seizure of a firearm used in a crime. So there's there's the difference. A firearm used in a crime. Are the rest of someone in possession of a stolen gun? Okay? Uh, for this program, and this is from the ATF special agent, he said this, for this program to be successful, we need the community support. You can contribute the, uh, you can contribute to public safety by providing information. So what they're encouraging you to do, Gary in, in, in Lexington, if you know somebody, your cousin comes in and he's got this gun. You're like, man, he stole that gun. I know he did. Mm-hmm. You can call, and make a, you know, they'll come. If they recover the gun, they're going to give you like a thousand bucks or two thousand hmm. bucks. So, you know, they'll make an arrest. And they'll get they'll get the gun back and stuff. Uh, if the tip leads to seizure of multiple guns, an extra five hundred bucks bonus may be paid out. With this initiative, and this is the. Uh, David Ashford of Bluegrass Crime Stoppers, he said this, with this initiative, we understand that to drive action, we've got to do something a little bit different. And that's where this initiative is going to do something a little bit different. The idea came out, of the, I found this pretty interesting. The ideas is it came out of the partnership sprouted from spring of 2023. So last spring, when officials saw a Facebook post about the number of guns stolen from cars. Word of the Facebook post reached the Bluegrass uh, Crime Stoppers Board, and they volunteered to help. Blue, let me stop her at that. Bluegrass Crime Stoppers. That's yeah. bluegrass country, man. That's right. <laughs> have you ever been to Kentucky? No, I never have. Oh, it's beautiful. Really? You go out there. It, I don't, they call it bluegrass, but it's actually green. I'm just mm. letting you know. Okay. okay. Just just don't go out there looking for bluegrass. <laughs> I would, it's uh, actually green. You, you spoiled green. it for me. Yeah, I was yeah, going but, to. But it's, it's beautiful, man. They, they've got these horse farms. You know, it's like a horse farm. They grow in horses. They plant mm. them and grow them, right? And they're, they're ranches. They call them uh-huh. farms because they're 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 raising quarter horses to race and stuff. Ooh, beautiful, beautiful area. That's really I've, cool. I've been to I like yeah, that. It's it's, it's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, Mara also volunteered to help his. And so, it, and so, what they did is they found a. Let's see, what do I want to read at? Tips can help provide crucial information that will help solve. Crime and prevent them from occurring, Lexington Police Chief Lawrence Weathers said. I encourage everyone to give the information below. Okay, this is this is the important part down there at the bottom of page one, Gary. It says, in 2023, there were 475 reports of gun thefts. Okay, Lexington's not a real big city, right. you know, but almost 500 gun thefts. According to Weathers, over 86% were thefts out of vehicles. Wow. What's that tell you, Gary? Don't
2: well, leave your, don't, don't leave, leave your, your gun, gun in, in, in car. a v car. Yeah.
1: Don't leave your gun in a car. You know, and, and the the funny thing is, Gary, uh, I know a lot of the car thefts around here in Idaho Falls, people leave their cars unlocked. I know it. And and the criminals, they'll just go through the parking lot at the mall and just start trying cars.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Find an open one, they'll go in the glove box, pull the gun out and go. Yeah. You know, it's just lock your car, but don't don't leave your gun in your car. No. I mean, if you got a gun... Keep it on your person. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, don't, don't leave it in your car. You'd ask for somebody to, to steal it. It's not so much the stealing of stealing of it, but what's going to happen? You know, you get some thirteen-year-old kid takes a gun out of your car, yep. and then accidentally shoots himself, or shoot, you know, mm-hmm. thinks it's a play, or it's somebody, somebody gets hurt, somebody gets killed. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Mars said that these crimes directly continue, he can contribute toward. Gun violence, and that's where I stopped that. And I crossed it out and I put human violence. Guns are not violent. Mm-hmm. Guns don't commit violence. Humans do. Exactly. They, you know, when, when, when somebody is in a car and they're dri- well we talked about the officer at the, at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. The officer was, was killed by somebody drunk driving a car. They didn't say that was car violence. Right. A person was responsible for that. Mm-hmm. She drank, she got drunk, she got in the car and drove. That that was her doing that. The car mm-hmm. didn't do that. Right. The car was used, but the car didn't do that. Guns don't don't commit violent acts. No. People do. Mm-hmm. And it says here, S- something simple as removing a gun from your vehicle and looking... And locking it away, something as simple as that can save somebody's life, which which is true. You know, just don't don't keep your guns with you. Yep. Or or keep them secured at at home in a secure exactly. place. Exactly. Uh, let's see. The uh, Bluegrass Crime Stoppers tips helps helps tail cases. In the last three years, tips to blue, Bluegrass Bluegrass Crime Stoppers have contributed to over 189 arrests. So that's good. Hmm, that, that's that pretty good. good. Yeah, eighteen of which were homicides. Hmm. So that's. I thought that was quite a bit because we read down yes. later. Eighteen years. I mean, eighteen in the last. I mean, that that's a lot of that's a lot of clearing cases. It sure is. That that's a bunch. Uh, Ashford said how incredible how one little piece of information can make a difference in a C L case, which which is true. Oh, when I worked homicide, you just never know. You We wanted these tips to come in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so if you, you have something, share it, with the, share it with the police department. The person thinks that it's not anything significant until they decide to share it, and that just opens up the dam to more information, after, Ashford said. And then, again, when an illegal gun. What's an illegal gun? Uh-huh. The authorities. Yeah. The ATF does look. They do look for illegal guns. And like I said, that's what an illegal gun, a short barrel firearm, that's an illegal gun. A stolen gun is not an illegal gun. No, It's a stolen gun. Mm-hmm. You steal my gun, Gary. That doesn't make my gun illegal. Right. It makes it stolen. stolen. That makes you a criminal, not the gun. Mm-hmm. The gun's not a criminal. I was, I was thinking about this. Think about if somebody stole, let, let's say you have a shotgun, Gary, and somebody breaks in your house and steals your shotgun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they go they go out, and this shotgun was, you know, it was a $2,000 shotgun that you bought for skeet shooting. Mm-hmm. And they go out, and they rob a bank with it, and the police arrest the people. What do you want to happen to your shotgun? Well, I'd like to get it back. You, yeah, it's your <laughs> shotgun. You yeah. want to get it back. Imagine if that shotgun was just, you know, what? You know, two, three hundred dollar shotgun, just, just mm-hmm. you know, one off from cabalers or whatever. They stole your shotgun and the people who stole it was Bonnie and Clyde. And it went through all that after all the court cases. What would, would you want would you like to have that shotgun? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, how valuable would yeah. that be? That's yeah. your personal property. Yeah, just exactly. because they stole it from you doesn't make it an illegal gun. Uh, that is very true. Yeah. You know? Now, if that was your car that they shot up, when the police shot that thing up, Bonnie and Glad, you probably wouldn't want the car back. Uh-huh. It would sink because mm-hmm. all the holes in it.
2: Now, if you had stolen that gun and somebody else had stolen that gun from you, then that's, It could be an
1: illegal gun
2: <laughs> if it was already stolen. <laughs> the gun's not illegal, it's a stolen the gun. gun <laughs> that's a stolen gun <laughs> still. You know, and, and when
1: somebody steals a gun, so if somebody stole one of my guns, I have all the serial numbers to them, right? And they would put it in a. Gu- and they would put it in the uh, uh, NCIC, mm-hmm. which is the, the uh, a computer database. And any officer in America that runs that gun, they get that serial number, they run it. It's going to come up with a hit. Mm-hmm. It's going to come up as a stolen vehicle, uh, a stolen gun, and they're going to take that gun from the person, and book that person for possession of a of stolen, stolen property. Fire. Yeah. So they've got possession of stolen property. And that itself is illegal. I mean, it's it's a crime. Yeah. Now it could be, Gary, that if you bought a gun from somebody you didn't know it was stolen, and you just hey yeah okay cool you bought that doesn't that's if, as long as you don't know it's stolen that's not illegal that's not your part. Mm-hmm. But now you're in possession of a stolen gun. That it's a crime. And you could be arrested for it and go to jail. Yeah. You'd have to go to court and say, look, man, this is where I bought it from. I bought it from Tim Rupp for mm-hmm. there. and He sold it to me. You know, and then it goes on and, and things right. like that. But uh, still
2: doesn't make the gun illegal.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, and, and you can't blame the person who's the victim. You know, somebody steals one of my guns, you know, and I know they, they try to do things— you need to be a responsible gun owner you should you should have your guns put away and stuff like yeah. that yeah but but I, I don't i don't like these laws uh that hold me responsible for what somebody else does with my with mm-hmm. my property you know i agree anyways oh, well, goodness we're running running short on time wow again and uh yes again let me let me finish up here though uh they they said one of the things I want to get to, I want to get to this paragraph. It says, there are several reasons for the reduction in gun crime. Now, there's, again, there's not, it's not gun crime. It's, it's violent crime. Mm-hmm. It says in the paragraph above, it says, gun violence, which I changed to human violence, statistics were down in 2023. Lexington reported 24 homicides in 2023, much lower than the record-setting 44. So they went down from 44 murders to 24. That's wow. a significant that, drop. That is huge. But I want you to look at it. in the next paragraph, it says this there are several reasons for the reduction in, in gun crime, in, in violent crime. Okay. But none more important than the tremendous job that Chief Weathers and his team have done on focusing on violent offenders. Mm. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Focus on violent offenders. Mm-hmm. Put the bad guys in jail don't put the guns in jail. Yeah. The, the guns don't do anything No, wrong. It's the people who do that. Yep. So, you know, I thought it was very interesting. They're doing a lot of good things there. Uh, glad to hear murders are way down. Yeah. It, that's that it's is a beautiful huge. area. Yeah. It, it really is. It's we'll kind check of, it out. Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> thanks for listening in. If you have a topic or question you want addressed on Cop Talk, send me an email. You can email suggestions, questions, or comments, or com- comments or complaints. And we're going to get that changed. I think it's going to be the Cop Talk at the rev.fm right yeah. now it's dog watch yeah uh so either way we're going to get it cop talk at the rev.fm or dog Watch at the rev.fm we'll get that switched over thought from the good book today and they said to the people of the land thus says the Lord God they shall eat their bread with with anxiety and drink water in dismay in this way her land will be stripped of all its all it contains on account of the violence of all who dwell in it Thank you for joining us and help us make the Thin Blue Line
0: a Strong Blue Line. Cop Talk is brought to you by the Strong Blue Line Ministries. Visit the thestrongblueline.org to learn how you can support them and this podcast. Questions and comments are always welcome by email to CopTalk at therev.fm. Follow, listen, and leave a review of the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or Google Podcasts. Cop Talk is produced and edited by Gary Austin and a Rev FM production. Thank you for joining us on Cop Talk.